Hey sis, I'm your host, LaShondra Smith. Welcome to Balance Her Faith Podcast. Each week we balance life together through God's word, interviews, and our testimonies. You may cry, you may laugh, possibly even both. All I can promise you is that each show won't be the same, but it will always be real. Tell your girls to tune in, subscribe, and don't forget to leave a review. As I mentioned in the introduction, we are going to be discussing vision. Vision is defined in Webster's Dictionary as the act or power of seeing. To me, that's the world's definition. A spiritual vision is not seen with the natural eye. I go so far as to say it's actually defined as how you would define faith, believing in what you do not see. Because when God gives you a vision, it's not like you see step-by-step instructions. Most times, you don't even know what the steps are. You're blindly following God, but the difference is that you have someone leading you that already knows the end game. So it's really not blind, is it? There is power in having a vision. Without vision, you have no direction, no compass, nowhere to go. You're just facing life at a standstill. The Bible says where there is no vision, the people are unrestrained. Proverbs 29, 18, unrestrained, meaning you're all over the place. How many of us go through life feeling unfulfilled? That's because you have no vision. You have no purpose. That's that empty feeling you can't escape or really explain no matter what you try to replace it with. Your life is just a routine series of events, days just passing you by. Therefore, you have to have a vision. Vision gives you focus. Many times that focus is off because our focus is not on the priority, which is God. Vision isn't the images our eyes see. It's what we fed our spirit, which in turn translates what's in the heart. Many years ago, I know God called me to speak to women, but I was too selfish. I was too bitter, too broken to speak to anyone about God's goodness. I knew of him, but I didn't trust him. I didn't trust him with the very gifts he gave me. I didn't trust him to see it through. I didn't want to go through the test because, see, I knew if I said yes, the devil was coming. And to be honest, with all the turmoil I had in my life, I was like, I'm just not here for it. So I would start but never finish because he was still a part-time God to me. He was my ATM, my Superman in times of trouble, my savior when I needed saving. So although my purpose was clear, how to fulfill the vision was not. So you only glimpse from God when he's your part-time God. But when he becomes a priority in your life, direction, strategy, and steps become clear. The more you tap into him, the more vision aligns with his. And we know that when we allow with God, whatever we do will be victorious. There are no options when God is in control. Even when it looks like all hope is lost, even in the midnight hour, he will come and straighten that thing out. We can just look at Moses. The scripture says, For six days the cloud covered the mountain, and on the seventh day the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. To the Israelites, the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire. Let's pause right there for a second. When Moses saw the mountain, he saw God calling to him. When the Israelites looked, they saw fire. If you see fire, you're not walking in, right? You're going in the other direction. It's no different when God gives you a vision. Others may see danger. They don't want to know how. It doesn't make sense. But to you, the vision makes perfect sense. If you don't know how it's going to turn out, you know it's the vision that God gave you. 
but it just won't make sense to anyone else because the vision is not for them. It's not for them to understand how it's going to happen, why it's going to happen, why you. It's not about them. They have an assignment and you have an assignment. So let's continue with Moses. God then proceeds to give Moses step-by-step instructions on his next move. When God gives you a vision, steps come in waves. He first tests you to see, are you going to say yes and really mean it? Are you willing to walk through the fire? And when he sees that he can trust you, he then provides clear instructions on your next move. Even when our thoughts are so overwhelming that we can't decipher his voice, we can read his word. God left his instructions for us in his word. No matter what your purpose is, there is guidance in the word of God. His word says to take the vision he gives us, whether it's images, words, etc., and put it in a writing. Then the Lord answered me and said, record the vision and inscribe it on tablets that the one who reads it may run. For the vision is yet for the appointed time. It hastens towards the goal and it will not fail. Though it tarries, wait for it, for it will certainly come. It will not delay. We think because we do something for years and it hasn't happened yet, it's late. God is never late. He knew every mishap, error, wrong turn we would make and incorporated it on his time schedule. The funny thing about us is we are gifted a vision and we immediately begin to think of every single possible way it can go wrong. Our mindset has to change for when God tells us something, our first reaction should be it is done. Instead, we allow the enemy to give us every scenario that ends with a negative. We allow him to point out every flaw. When I first began to speak, I literally hated the sound of my voice. I felt like, how can God use me talking like this with this country twang that I have? And I didn't hoop and holler like others who speak. So I just thought I can't be called to this. So instead of writing down the vision, we water it down with our imperfections and disqualifications that we impose on ourselves. Exactly like I did when I started Women With Balance. When really God qualifies us, not man, not us, just him alone. If we really believed God in his word, we see that he says clearly that once he has given us a vision, if we write it down at the appointed time, it will come to pass. He doesn't say it might happen. He doesn't say if this person does that for you, it will happen. He literally says it will not fail. It will not delay. It will certainly come. So how do you discern God's vision for your life? This isn't something that has to be hard. Truthfully, we make this the hard part. It's one of the things that the enemy is counting on for us to overthink the process. First, we want to seek God's counsel. Go in prayer. Consult the Lord because without his consultation, there will be confusion and frustration. You will begin to go down that rabbit hole that I discussed on the very first episode. I was confused and frustrated because even though I knew my purpose was to encourage women, I didn't really consult him about it. I just thought, okay, I know what I'm supposed to do. Let me just do it. I never consulted God on how to do it. In my mind, I had, but truthfully, like we all do, I just took control, overthinking without asking the right questions. So first is pray, then listen. I mean, really sit there and listen. 
He may not answer you right away. Sometimes we are in such a rush, we don't take time to listen to what God is trying to tell us. You may pray about it for a couple of days before it registers what he's trying to tell you. And sometimes when you pray about it, you may get the confirmation from someone else. It may be something that you simply overhear or run into. And it's no coincidence, that's God. Second, you want to really sit back and think about what comes natural to you. You do it without thought, but you enjoy it at the same time. When we really think like this, we should be able to narrow it down to a few things. Number three, does it fit the big picture of what God wants for the kingdom? Your purpose is never really about you. It's always about others. What we go through is for others. Number four, wait on God. If you didn't hear from him clearly, fast about it. Get a trusted prayer partner to pray for clarity. Surround yourself with other women who are walking in their purpose. They will encourage you and they will pray for you. So let's recap. Pray, listen, research your heart for your gifts, can it help others, and confirm it with God. As soon as this episode ends, I encourage you to go in prayer and write the vision down. When I think of vision, I think of not what I can see in the natural, but what I can see in the spiritual. I believe that many of us have suffered for such a time as this, that the hopeless will feel joy, that women are coming together in a way the world has never seen before. It is our time, but we have to be in position. We have to be ready. We have to consult the Father. Heavenly Father, all-knowing God, where there is confusion regarding our vision, provide clarity. Create a circle around us that supports the vision and ultimately answers to you. Where we feel unqualified, remind us that you qualify us. Not a degree, not skills, not man, but you. When we write the vision down, guide our hands and our thoughts so that they may align with your will. We know that whatever you have given to us will come to pass. Your word says it will not fail. We rest on your promises. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So as you can see, I really like to keep my messages short, sweet, and to the point. I believe that's a part of balance. So I won't keep you long on these episodes. I want you to be able to digest it in pieces and carry it with you through the whole week. I've really enjoyed this particular episode. I've enjoyed understanding what vision is myself and that clarity. And as I tell you, we are balancing life together through faith. So as I speak to you, I'm also speaking to myself. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to visit womenwithbalance.org to join our community. Connect with me on social media at Women With Balance. And again, if you love the show, please leave a rating, subscribe, and share so I can keep these episodes coming. Until next week, sis, God, love, and balance.